0: 11 o'clock straight up on a Live Imaging Tuesday live from Rams training camp with Travis at Slee with the Rams Super Bowl champion DeMarco sitting in for Slee. Do you guys miss Slee on vacation? Wait, does anybody know where he went? Maybe he's just parked out know. at SoFi and taking in every concert <laughs> on Swift 710. By I, the way, I love that Twitter's still mad about the Swift 710 bit. Get over it. It's not going away. No. In fact, the more you complain, the more we'll do it.
1: Yeah, that that's one of those things. It's like the kid screaming in the grocery store, right? If you yeah. complain
0: about it, he's going to keep screaming. You. Ignore Sam it, Pines, you our owner, just walked in. I told him, I need some money to make Swift 710 t-shirts. <laughs> we might get Did he give right it to not. you? I, uh, no. <laughs> no As, okay. wait, most wait. likely, he just gives me this face. Yeah. Just a very... That's like, a no. Walk-away spin. Here's no the face. vision,
2: okay? So there is a, there's a design for the Eras Tour that it's like a square with a bunch of different eras of Taylor Swift and then herself in the middle. So right. Different pictures. So we could have um, all of our hosts slash producers do the like model the same uh, really? pose and then have someone in the middle you in the middle and it's like the the or ESPN Marco LA Eras me. Tour holding
0: me or you <laughs> yes. could be just holding me like a little baby I
2: need to show you the picture cuz then I can describe it better but I think that's a good idea for a t-shirt I'm, I'm
3: holding you you're holding, holding me. him like a child like you're rescuing me I came in halfway through the combo what that's okay. I'm holding
2: him yes. where why <laughs> am I doing this <laughs> we are doing we could do Swift 710 t-shirts yeah. that mimic her Eras Tour logo And you will be carrying Chris in this logo, I guess, is what we've decided on. What do you think about that?
3: (laughs) 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 Depends on whose idea it is. (laughs) (laughs) It was my idea. Okay, we can roll with it. I like
2: it. No, but we can definitely do it.
3: I'm, I'm looking at the
1: picture. So, this is kind of the, the thing we're looking at here. That's the t shirt. So, th- this would be you, DeMarco. <laughs> no,
2: we're not. No, no, I just saw the <laughs> t shirt.
0: Okay. The concept. Wait, hold on. Could have been lovely. No. Yeah. <laughs> hold
2: on. But it's Swift 710, it the Eras Tour or something like Love that, too. It. Yeah, be something like that. Yeah, but I think Slee was probably at that game yesterday for the, the Dodgers Padres. Did he oh, go? Nice. I'm assuming. I think he has a somewhat season ticket. He's like, got
1: a partial package. Yeah, yeah a
2: partial package. Oh, he so, does? I'm assuming he here.
1: does. He does. He, well, he saw what's happened just about every time those yeah. two teams have played each other. A
2: huge but, meltdown, lots of runs.
1: Yeah, Padres jumped out big, and then Dodgers went right back out and, and took care of business the way that they have. they beat them. Some, I, I want to say it's something like 39 of the last 49 times they've played in the regular season wow. the Dodgers have won. Some so teams. 39 man, just, and
2: 10. But just who won them when it matters? Okay, yeah. so I,
1: I have a theory. There, it, it's a little bit of the reverse Rams-Niners thing. The Niners have beat the Rams over and over and over again during the regular season. But when it mattered the most, the yeah. Rams beat them in the NFC Championship game. The Dodgers and the Padres Keep kind of had a similar away, dynamic. Yeah, I, I'm pretending. See, just like we were talking about with the swing, you got to pretend you don't hear it, Emily, oh, yeah. and then he'll stop doing it. But with the Dodgers, they just beat the Padres like a drum. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the Padres get them. What is that dynamic where it's just that when it matters, all of a sudden, none of that tracker,
3: you're just smashing somebody matters. So it's funny, like when the game goes on and each each game has its you know own complexion, and you know why they won and why you lost, right? But once you get beyond that and the media gets it, all they see is the streak. They beat you 17 times in a row. But the last 10 times, it came down to the last two plays. Mm-hmm. And you got better players than we do. We just couldn't make that play. So it's, sometimes it seems one-sided, but in reality, it's not that one-sided. We just need one more guy. And or the one more can the players compartmentalize it like that? Because,
1: look, yeah, I, I agree. I'm a mental midget, and yeah. I think about everything that might happen and everything that has happened, and yeah. I'm not great at being in the moment at any given time. But if some, if, if you and I were playing a game, if we're playing pickup basketball, and you beat me 20 times in a row, I'm not
3: going into the next one thinking, oh, today's the day. I'm, no, yeah, no. I'm like, he's going to beat me 21 times. In if a if row. We're, playing like, uh, we're playing to 11, yeah. and I beat you what? 10 to 11, or you got to win by two, like 19 times in a row, you're going to want to play me again because it was close. It's right there. You were almost beating me twice or or nine times in a row. So sometimes it's like that with football teams and baseball teams. It seems like it's one-sided, but it's really not. It's just you're beating us on one or two plays. There was a time when our special teams coach pulled up every reason why we lost to the Niners. This is when we're trying to get over the mental hump. And it was all stupid stuff. Like the ball, the ball would come out. We'd strip the ball out of Steve Young's hand, but the ball would bounce back to them, like eight times in a row. It's like God hates us for some reason. Seriously, it's, it's, he, what he was trying to say is, it's not you guys. It's not us. It's not what we're doing. Yeah, we're close. We could beat these guys. So, and he was right. He was. We were right there uh, to break in that streak long before that game we were talking about with Roland. Yeah, I, I. I I'm going to add that
1: to the list. That's about 900 reasons long, Demarco, why yeah. I was not a professional athlete. But I just, I, I, it would bother me. It would, it would get in my head. It's one of those things, and maybe
3: it's a little bit like when you play in your dad or your older brother. One of those yeah. things, like when you finally get it's like, oh, I can do this. I got thrown out of an apartment building once because my best friend came to town. Remember that game, Fight Night? I'm sure Jorge knows fighting on PlayStation, a okay. boxing game, and yeah. he kept beating me. And I'm like, we're not stopping <laughs> until I win. And we went all night, like six, like from 6 to 6 in the morning, and I'm screaming when I finally beat him. I mean, I went nuts, and they were like, you guys have to leave.
2: <laughs> like, I could have used you with our, my factor cap yesterday. So we did a factor cap based off of uh, something that happened at winning time where they all played Monopoly and yeah. Oh, yeah. got upset with each other and whatever. So I was talking about how my family has certain games that we cannot play play anymore because people get really upset about it. So one of them is Monopoly. We can't play Monopoly anymore because of my cousin. And then another one is like, have you ever played Spoons? What spoons? Do you know, so it's essentially a card game, but there's a bunch of spoons in the middle of the table. But there's one less spoon.
3: Think musical like, chairs. Oh, yeah,
2: musical chairs with spoons no. and yeah. cards. So you have to like, once someone gets a certain suit, then you go. They grab a spoon. They can do it either slowly and out of sight, or quickly. And then as soon as you see a spoon move, everyone can go get the spoons. And it has broken tables in the past, like where people oh, are like, oh, so if you're left out, get you're, a spoon. out. Yes, you're out. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
3: I got gotcha. you. So it's like okay. musical
2: chairs, but slightly with card games. But yes, we have broken many tables doing that.
3: I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. But if you beat me, I'm not we're not done until I win. And that could go for years. But I'm never going to stop until I beat <laughs> you. Never.
1: Well, the Padres are going to have to adopt a, a similar philosophy when it gets back to the postseason if they get in. I by the well, way. Yeah, are you scared
2: I, of them at all
0: if they get yes, the postseason? Yes. No, you should be scared of Dave Roberts. Because he's a yeah, gutless. Oh, stop, Stop He's with a this. bum he in the postseason. And you know that, right? No, it's he's, not. He's true. I can't wait for the show. It's not turn around again, and I come in and burn <laughs> his jersey and say he's gutless, and everybody gets mad. And you guys are like, it's not his decision, man. It never is
1: his decision. He is the what's the phrase, Emily? Soft skills.
0: Yeah, he's soft. He's great. He's he can't go out there and pitch for them. So. He can't pitch
2: for them. Did you yeah. say soft skills? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Interpersonal relationships, communication. Right. He's the brain. He he's yeah. the, he's the. Hey, everything's gonna be okay, yeah. guy. Yeah. Whereas opposed to this pitcher in this inning, I think is more. If I'm being generous, collaborative. Oh. If I'm being less generous, it is. Hey, this guy pitches to this guy, I and that's you. how we're gonna do
3: it. So it, that's a nice way of saying you hate how he handles the bullpen. I don't think it's. I don't think he's handling oh. the bullpen. Okay. I don't think he has anything to do with it. He I think doesn't he handle the bullpen. The yeah. What's that? He doesn't handle the
1: bullpen. I don't. Th- I think he has some discretion in how some of this goes, but.
3: At Wait a large, minute, hold on. What NL manager doesn't handle his bullpen? Most of them now. It's they, day
2: and age. Oh, really? Most this is them.
3: new. They don't handle their own bullpen. They, okay. they
1: contribute to the decision making. Who's project.
3: making the choice?
1: The general, the, the, the math geeks.
3: Oh, so we've gone analytics. Moneyball. Yeah. Oh the my God. The, the, the eye in the sky. In the, sky. <laughs> the eye in the sky. The project one said. The eye in the sky. The only guy that doesn't get hit is making decisions. Yeah. Okay. That that's yeah. that's smart. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's the way. Wow. That's the way that it goes. Um. All right. So I teased this a couple of times. Want to get into it. The Pac-12 is dead, and and yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this because I have this from a different perspective than you do. Grew up on the West Coast. Grew up in families that attended Pac-12 schools. USC, UCLA, Arizona, Oregon, like just right up and down. And the Pac-12 has been the league. Pac-10 for a long time was the league that you would root for when they would go play in bowl games, and you would be excited for a great Pac-12 matchup. And I... I don't know if it's just because I'm a West Coast guy and it's familiar to me. It's 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 comforting to my family. I go to the Rose Bowl every. All of these things, or whether this is is not a big deal to think about. This is just the evolution of people going to bigger conferences for more money and all of that nostalgia that I'm
3: thinking about doesn't matter at all. You're right. Yes, to all of the above and the Pac-10, Pac-12, Pac-8. That was our conference, right? It's the West Coast Conference, and it was us against them, us against the Big Ten play them in the Rose Bowl, that's one. Then it became us against the SEC. We play the best brand of football in college football. You get your quarterbacks from here. You get your left tackles from here. You get your best running backs from here. We got the fastest guys in the world outside of Florida. Uh, we fight with Texas over the same things. So yep. The Pac-10, Pac-12, Pac-8, that was all us. So to see that go away, yeah, man, I'm a holdout. I am. I'm I'm disappointed in the Pac, in the, in the suits and the execs. We should have fought back. You should have read the tea leaves a long time ago, and you should have become the the, the super conference. They we tried. tried. They, we, they, they, we, their leadership yeah. was so bad because you go back to, I believe Hold on, was Trav.
0: I, I apologize for breaking yes. news in the middle of this Pac-12 conversation. We'll get back to it. But behind us here at Rams, Oh, my God. I didn't even see this. <laughs> a bunch of shirtless gentlemen with paintings. I don't know what it says. What does I it don't either. What does it say? I got an N-E-R-O-F.
1: Let's go I have a Nero, an E, a T in the back. What are we trying to spell, fellas? What are you spelling, guys? <laughs> what did he say? That they're know. dyslexic and it's they can't letters. spell. They just oh, put just letters. letters together. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Well, I wish I would have known. I would have gone shirtless it's and posted a It's like a, a jumble. Shake them up and see what we spell. <laughs> We're going to have to take a, g- a picture with these gentlemen. Oh, my God. Is it
2: like Nerf?
0: I, yeah, I have no idea what this
3: th- is. There had to, to be. Some. Hurt, and
2: someone has two letters?
3: Hurt, hurts, hurts of heart of. Heart of. Heart, heart, heart of. S- heart of stone. Heart of oh stone. God. There we heart go. Heart of stone? They finally got in the right order. This is
2: like a. Heart um, of stone.
3: Okay. Heart of like stone. It's like Wheel of Fortune. you are yeah. trying <laughs> to figure out what it is. Heart right. of stone. Okay. Why are we Heart of stone. Netflix movie. Oh, okay. okay. We're, we're advertising. I like this. Okay. I love it. I love it. I, they got more guts than me. I'm not taking off my shirt. Oh hell, no. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh yeah, no, no that's I mean, not going to happen. There's a
1: reason to take it off. There's he a reason I don't
3: even tuck the, it in. The E over here Trav can't Trav wait to take a shirt Trav off. Mark
0: <laughs> I'm going to read a live liner. Why don't you go over there and take a picture with them? That way they don't have to stay in the sun. He's with talking me. to right. you, Trav. Okay, no, you both of, of them. I'm not taking my shirt off. No, we're going shirted. Emily and I are over here. We got to cover. Oh by the way, do you have a fantasy <laughs> Do you have a fantasy league that you want part of for our ultimate fantasy football draft party Friday, August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino with the 710 crew be there with us. Register now at espnla.com. You can click the Hollywood Park Casino logo right there and then you could be with us for a fantasy party party oh party Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink and draft. I don't know if they knew, um that they didn't need to go make conversation over there. They just take a picture. But yeah. It was okay.
2: Yeah.
0: We're, uh, we're Hor- trying hey. to
2: see if like, how short Travis could get so that we can still see of because they had to, he had, like sorority squat a little bit over yeah. there to get underneath everything.
0: It is a very fraternal aspect of it.
2: Yeah. There. Yeah. I like the uh, heart uh, glasses. Those yeah. Are definitely Taylor Swift glasses. People are wearing <laughs> those a
0: lot at the concert. I like that there's a few gentlemen, Trav, that are taller yeah. than you. <laughs> there's a few. There's some <laughs> big guys. Yeah. There
1: are some big guys. Roland Williams made me feel like I was six years old again.
0: Finally, somebody makes <laughs> you feel short. That
1: guy was a moose. That was a big, big, big man, night. and yes. great on the radio. Fantastic. The Grace. Like, tell me you're not. Every time you see Demarco, you're not going to be thinking okay. about the Grace. Travis,
2: I need you to watch the video that I sent you, which is. Uh, oh yeah. Which is Demarco in a music video for Nelly. Oh my God. Air Force One. Stop we talked about up. it a lot. Wait when a minute, you were, you were in the video. I never yeah. knew that. Yes. Stop.
3: Bring. You knew that already. No. He's Stop bringing in that up. the video. No, Are you, you brought
0: no. in the video. No, 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 no. <laughs> that we'll version see.
3: of Demarco does not exist anymore. You have some breezies <laughs> around you. Oh my God. That whole. Never mind. Stop. Was but it they, a, had, me. Was it they a had me at Gal Gadot. Huh?
2: Was it a juicy sweatsuit?
3: It was a velour sweatsuit. Oh, it wasn't whoa. juicy, though. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. it was Pelly Pell. Really? Oh, my God. That thing. I must have like $2,500, $3,000 sweatsuit. That's how stupid I was back then. <laughs> yeah. Are More you kidding me? how
2: fashionable me? you were back then. I was going to say, you were looking <laughs> good, probably.
3: A sweatsuit I could have got for nineteen ninety five. And I pay three grand that, for it. There's there,
1: that's the the evolution of adulthood, right? There's this hey, I really want that. That's gonna yeah. make me feel good. It's expansive and feel look good. And then you're like, okay, I have it. What am I doing? What am I doing with what this? What am I doing and here? It's like, yeah. you know, who's got nice stuff? Target's got nice
3: stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> so that that video you saw me in, I'm sitting next to Ozzie Smith. Oh, He the ripped me the entire video. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> what was How he How much in? did you spend on that? You dumb. Ozzy was kind of square, too. Big time. Yeah. And he's rich now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, being in the Hall
1: of Fame Absolutely. with all those gloves along the way. Why not? All right. I want to, we'll go back to our, our Pac-12 okay. conversation coming up here in just a little bit. Because I, as someone who played in that league, DeMarco, as someone who, you know, you going through University of Washington, getting to the Rose Bowl was everything. Yeah. That was the goal of this.
3: And First now, word out of the coach's mouth. Yep. Win the Rose Bowl? Yeah, win the, win the Get win the Pac-10, Pac-10 champion, get to the Rose Bowl and win it. Pete Carroll, when he was here at SC, when he was winning national championships, would start every meeting with the Rose Bowl. That was the Pac-10. That was the Pac-12. I'm so heartbroken that that's gone now. So what happens next? That's coming up. DeMarco's in for Slee. It's Travis Slee, 710
1: ESPN.
0: Yes, indeed. Swift seven ten. Live from Rams training camp, quarter after 11 a.m. on Travis and Sleewa. The Super Bowl champion, DeMarco Farr, Rams Super Bowl champion, sitting in for Slee today, who's on vacation. We got producer Emily here, producer Jorge, on the wheels of Steelback, keeping us on the air. That was a little bumpy last time. I yeah, know. a little bit. Yeah. It's okay, though. A little though. turbulence. Because when it's it's going to have it's, its live radio. When it's bumpy, it's more fun. Yeah, it's live radio. Right, DeMarco? Yeah,
3: absolutely. When it's bumpy, it's great. It is. What am I agreeing to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't worry about Hold it. Hold on, see? <laughs> don't worry about it. That's how right. I get in trouble. Last segment, uh, Travis mentioned that Slee's got a partial package. Yes. At uh, Padre, for the Padres. And partial not,
2: season but, package. So here's
0: the thing. We've been running, we talk about the, at the fall we like to redo the imaging lines for the shows, come up with new stuff. And we've been doing a lot of Travis and What now with producer Jorge. I think we say it, Travis and partial package sleep. <laughs> oh my god! He, he does have a partial package. That's
3: kind of working.
2: Partial season package to the Padres. Right, I
0: mean, that's just a package. package sleep. If you want to make it longer, uh, Emily, you can. But partial package, host of the year, and partial package, partial sleep. package. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love that. He doesn't have a pro package. He has a piece of a package. Oh it's a gosh. partial package. By the way, after Rams after the Rams finish <laughs> up their final practice today here in UC Irvine, Puka Nakua will join us. That's in the 12 o'clock hour, the Waba Grill Lunch Hour, coming up here on Travis and Sliwa. Oh, God. I'm, I'm watching these
1: guys work. And, and earlier today, DeMarco, you were talking about Coach, McV- Coach Vermeel, uh when you were playing with him, and he was kind of unique in that he would bring guys. To his house and he'd feed you guys. You guys would drink some wine together. Can't drink some, tra- <laughs> Trav. Wine? Not even. You're not going to come close. I, not even yeah. try with wine. Yeah. Well, wine. Wine is one of those deals where I love. I really enjoy wine. When Susan yeah. and I go out to dinner, we'll get a bottle of wine. We'll share a bottle of wine. It's a nice way to kind of start your evening. Yeah. You have too much wine. There's nothing worse. Like you have too much tequila, you can live with it. You drink too much beer. Nah, whatever. I can kind of do. Just it. Just don't mu- stop. Too much wine. <laughs> oh is, yeah. The only thing worse is champagne. What see? I can't I went, do too much tequila. I went, that's too bad.
0: The oh, today. The to tequila. Oh, oh my god. god, that's true. I'm you pretty do cheap. Or you do our friends at tequila mandala. <laughs> tequila mandala. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're be okay. Yeah. See, yeah. tequila's good.
3: Okay. I went to four of those Ramil parties, and I used to wake up to the sound of corks popping, <laughs> which means I passed out. And he's still going. Yeah. So that's that was his thing. So I mean that was great for us. Doesn't have to be for these young guys, but. Well, that, yeah. okay, so yeah. speaking of young guys, Sean McVay is in his seventh
1: season as the Rams head coach. He's still the youngest head coach in the NFL. Look at him. Look I, at well, his energy, I, I was, man. I was yeah. just going to say, when they were running some some goal line stuff down here earlier in the morning – he was covering Tyler Higby. Yeah. Like, he had him, and he was picking him up in coverage. That can't be a normal thing that NFL no. coaches
3: are doing. And look, he's – he's he remi- like, a Cooper Cup reminds Andy me Reed of him. Andy not doing that? <laughs> no, absolutely. Andy is pointing and, you know, pointing and yelling and give me the golf cart. But, no, I mean, but uh, Sean McVeigh, he's got so much energy. He's He's young. He can talk to these guys. He can talk to the vets. He can speak to the youngsters, the guys that are just coming in, musically, philosophically. He can teach you something that's – You know, having a coach that young I never thought would work, but here we are with a guy like this. Well,
1: it's funny, and I'll give Coach McVay a huge compliment here with this. It has to be authentic. It has to be real. It can't be one of those things that, oh, I'm going to be the high-energy guy. I'm going to be the guy that's in the mix. I'm going to be the guy that's doing all these things. And then when, you know, we – Cameras aren't on, or it's I, I I my true self comes out, and you're not that guy. His is an authentic enthusiasm, and authentic energy, because it, it, maybe it's just me, but there's nothing worse than the rah rah guy who can tell is just playing a character. It's
3: a fraud, you know that you yeah. you can tell a fraud. Yeah, you know that you uh, players can smell a fraud, but obviously he's not that. No. And when he's out there working, you it's it's more or less don't mess up my offense. That's why he's out there coaching it. I mean, he's very specific. He reminds me of a a more energetic and athletic Mike Martz. Mike was the same way. Don't mess up my offense. Don't, Don't fool my quarterback. If I say five yards and turn left, I want five, turn left. Don't go six. Don't go seven. You are messing up my concert. You are messing up. My concerto. You know what I mean? So, I mean, be precise. You're playing a different
1: song. We're all playing this song. You're playing a different one. It doesn't
3: work. And he will absolutely explain why I need you to do X, Y, and Z. So, it's not just you running routes, catching passes. You're learning more about football when you're out there with him. All right. Let's go back to your Huskies for a second. And this goes for SC and UCLA
1: and all the Pac-12 schools. Is it it just that we just got to get used to it that, okay, SC and Oregon and Washington and UCLA, they're all still going to play each other. Yeah. Those will be familiar games. SC playing against Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. Those are damn good games. You got games. heat with them. Yeah, Those are really good games. So there's eight teams that you're going to play, if not every year, a lot of years. I get it. There's going to be. Which
3: a, makes you salivate some. It does. Yeah. It's
1: really good. There's going to be a Maryland and a Rutgers and an Illinois that, that aren't great. Yeah. You still had Arizona and Colorado in the Pac-12. There's sure. still bad teams there. I get it that it's a more familiar bad team, but we're going to get used to it, right? I understand that emotionally Absolutely. it sucks to see this thing happen, but if I get to see Michigan and UCLA and Wisconsin and Penn State play every year, I'm into that.
3: No doubt. Uh, look, I, I I am a USC disliker. I can't say hater. I'm a <laughs> disliker because I'm standing in Los Angeles or close to it. <laughs> uh, but the Pac-10, Pac-12, Pac-8 was always better when SC was good. Sure. Because when they won national championships, the West Coast won national championships. Yep. So we kept the title here. So now it's a little bit different. You know, it's the Big Ten. Uh, you, you know, you're if you win that, it's you're a part of that Midwestern feel to it. But you're bringing it back home but damn, here. Damn! And now it goes all the way. It goes literally all the way from Jersey to Washington. It's weird. It's you're going to have to get used to it. But I mean, like you said, some of those rivals are are already built in. I can't stand Michigan. Yeah. I'm not in the Big Ten, can't stand them. Uh, played Iowa a few times, can't stand them either. I don't want to lose to Ohio State, can't stand them, hate their fans. So that stuff makes sense. I get I get that. The problem I have is something I'm familiar with and love is breaking up. It's like a divorce. It's gone. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish that the the suits and the execs would have got their act together and kept that group together and fought fire with fire and brought people to this side versus going the other way.
1: They tried. You go back to, what is it, 2010, I think it was, and the Pac-12 was the first one to move. They tried to get Texas and Oklahoma to leave the Big 12 to come to the pac and they got to the one-yard line, and it broke down, and it didn't happen. Over money, right? Over, I, I, I don't re- If the I may be honest, I don't numbers? remember. Yeah. Then Texas launched, and then it yeah. was basically Thunderdome after that. Yeah. Everybody started jumping all over the place, and the Pac-12 leadership was dreadful. Larry Scott was dreadful. They, uh, George Koleikov, the new guy, hasn't really done a whole hell of a lot better. They couldn't get a TV deal together that made any sense. The, the deal that they pitched at the at the eleventh hour to try to keep this thing together, the Apple TV deal, the Arizona uh, athletic director compared it to Little League teams selling candy bars. Wow! It, it was wow. like they, they they were out there trying to go, hey, you need to sign up for uh, Apple TV so they can get our chunk of the money that we're supposed. To. It's like. Dude, the Big 12's just and the Big 10 are just scratching $60 million checks, and you want me to go sell Apple TV subscriptions? It's, wow. a, it's, it's a
3: clown show. But I did like what the pack was about. The pack was about the student athlete. They always were. I mean, that's the badge of honor. We are about graduating players. We care about you above the neck, below the neck, everything. But when you're competing against the South and those blue bloods of the yeah, – right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they cashed in a long time ago. Yeah. You know what it's about. It's about winning and about money. So – if you wanted to stay together as a, as a conference, you would have to change as a conference, and I think that's what they were resistant and to. And once SC left, it was a, that was it.
1: Yeah. It was a wrap. That was the, it. The, one, once SC decided to go, and you knew they weren't going to go without UCLA coming with them. Yep. and so you pull Los Angeles out of that whole mix, and then you don't have a league. You soon have, you have, have a league that. of small towns.
3: Yeah. As soon as I heard that, when SC would, made the the announcement and UCLA followed, I'm like, it's only a matter of time before yeah. Washington, Oregon will follow. I, you know, one one of the
1: things that will be. Different, and maybe they'll still play it. And because SC and UCLA are both going, we won't miss it quite here in LA the way that they will in other places. But the Apple Cup, the Civil War in Oregon, these you know yeah. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State. Those those regional games that were maybe you can still schedule it and maybe it still has the same yeah. impact. But if it's not a
3: comp, because I remember, I was the, assured that the Apple Cup will continue. Okay, we will still play Washington State. They will not let that die. It just won't be at the end of the year anymore. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. It might it might lead off the season, which would be cool. That's all right. Yeah, derail like if Washington. But
1: is there anything better, Demarco? Yeah, than, and again, you were. At Washington, You guys were winning national championships, competing for national championships, going to Rose Bowl. But when one of those schools can get in the way of the other one, especially oh if God. it's a little brother getting in the way of big brother, like, hey, we just got to beat these guys. And you go into the Palouse, and it's snowing sideways, and it's like, oh, great. And you lose 10 let to me,
3: 7. Let me appeal to M. See, okay. when I was up there, five years at UW, we lost to Washington State once mm-hmm. and the other four years we smashed them. I'm talking okay. like 55 to 7. Right. The only game ESPN Classic plays is the one where they beat us. <laughs> the only one. Oh no. Right. They beat us in the snow and
1: they. Was that like a Tim Rosenbaugh joint or a uh, Mark Rippon or one of those things? That was Bledsoe. Oh, it was
2: bled. so in the snow? Okay. Yeah. yeah, the
3: only time they beat us. Yeah, so but they for, love it. For UVA.
2: When yeah. I was there, it was 25 years in a row. Virginia Tech had beaten UVA in football, and it's always yeah, in football, and it's always the last game of the year, and it's it's typically a pretty close game, maybe even overtime, but the. And then one year we beat them, and I will remember that forever. And Bryce Perkins, formerly Ram, was our quarterback of the team at the time, and I will always be indebted to him because of that. Spoken from the other side.
1: I, I exactly. get it. Right there. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Right there. I'm watching uh, to our left here. They got a little 11 on 11 going right now. And you and I were talking this morning that you get your steps in every day. That yeah. You showed me here up to 18,000 steps on that. 2100. Uh, 21,000. Uh, 21, 21, yeah, yeah. On average? Uh, the last two days, yes. That's incredibly it's going impressive. going 10,000 is hard to get to. That's
3: kind of the goal. If you're doubling that Sean McVay probably has 50,000 before lunch. I'd love to. I'd love to <laughs> test his blood pressure when he's coaching. I mean, that guy goes, doesn't he? He really goes and he loves it. And he, he could do this all day. Yeah. All day and You get love a it. sense that he's
1: reinvigorated, re-energized because he shows up, no one really knows what to expect. They're good right away. Yeah. Yeah, go to the Super Bowl, you just miss. You go back to the Super Bowl shortly thereafter, you punch your ticket. And last year was really the first year since he's been here where it's just a drag. Yeah. I had five and 12, team wasn't very good, team wasn't in a lot of games. It just, just didn't work, which is life in the NFL. He was on the fence about whether he was going to come back or not, made the decision pretty quickly, decided to come back, but it just seems that there's a little bit of lightness to him, having heard some interviews
3: and things, that wasn't there at the end of the last season. From my perspective, I'll let him speak for himself, but I thought he was shot towards the end. Everybody was. It was tiring. Coming off a of Super Bowl, I told Aaron, right, like within minutes of winning the championship, it's going to feel like you walked out of a victory victory parade right to training camp. Yeah, It's going to be short. It's going to be unbelievable. Defending a Super Bowl, in my opinion, is the hardest thing in the world to do because you're still celebrating on the way into the next year. They got their rings within three weeks of training camp. So imagine that. You're celebrating the championship. Three weeks later, you're getting to work on the next one. So And then it all went south. So at the end of the year, God, he was tired. And there was all talk about he may retire. So, But what I said back then was, Go take a vacation. Take two weeks and see if it's that. Just get away from ball for two weeks. Let, get, some, get some color back in your body and see if you still love this game. And sure enough, here he is. He's right back doing it again. So, But that going from Super Bowl to five wins, that's, that'll take anything out of everybody.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And then now it's a its a different challenge this year. Yeah. This is not a Super Bowl or bus team. This is a let's see if we can get in the playoffs and yeah. see what happens kind of team. A very different putt and maybe a more intriguing one from a coaching perspective. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. But fact or cap with producer Emily. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: Live imaging Tuesday on Swift 710 with Travis and Sleevo broadcasting live from Rams training camp. The Super Bowl champion DeMarco Farr sitting in for Slee, who's on vacation. We're going to do Factor Cap in just a moment, but first, the big important question Do you have a fantasy league that you want part of our ultimate fantasy football draft party? Friday, August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino. You can be there with the 710 crew. Register now at ESPNLA.com and be with us for a fantasy party, party, oh, party. Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, or draft. We do it every day at this time around 1130. Time for Factor Cap, Jack. (laughs) Take it away, producer Emily. (laughs) Thanks.
2: Also, Jorge, I thought I banned that song from coming in. I do not like that Taylor Swift song, Sorry, that's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. It's her worst Taylor Swift song of all time. I'm going to play it back again. It's the worst. It has such bad lyrics. It's so cheesy. I know that's what people say about Taylor Swift all the time, but of Taylor Swift fans, we all hate me. So that's the name of the <laughs> Well, song. that's my favorite one. I'm going to have a new favorite. <laughs> like,
1: that, that I, now that uh, I know that, that one gets under your skin, I kind of might have to change my pick. Sure. Yes. And Chris,
2: <laughs> now that I've said it, it'll be in every open for <laughs> all just, of eternity. I'm just saying, you don't like to give me that kind of fodder. Right. Exactly. Fodder. Right. <laughs> All right, so Orioles announcer Kevin Brown has been indefinitely suspended for these comments on, Baltimore's recent, um, on Baltimore, Baltimore's recent record against the Rays. So, Jorge, can you play the sound, please?
4: For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today it's been a minute the orioles split a two gamer with the rays in june they had lost their last 15 series here at tropicana field you have to go back to when our now colleague brad brock picked up the win in the series finale june 25th 2017 the last time the orioles won a series here at st Pete, already got three and two of the top this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined it is a stark difference ben and it is not a bad race team it's not like all of a sudden the race uh became slouches in the american league east they've led this division every day but now two and the orioles once again are back alone in first
2: all right so kevin brown will return to the orioles broadcast on august 11th according to multiple reports He's been off air since late July after noting the Orioles' recent history against the Rays. So again, again, he has just said facts there. He did not say anything that was untrue, and he was uh, suspended for it. So this was an incredibly dumb move from the Orioles. Travis Federcap.
1: Fact. I mean, it's it's so incredibly stupid and petty, and it it's reflective of an organization that has not known how to be a good team in the better part of 20 years. This is so dumb. He didn't say anything other than this is how many games they've won over the last few years. That's this is it. the record. There was no editorializing. There was no piling on. There was nothing other than they've only won three games here in the last 18. That's it. That's not a commentary. That's a fact. Almost every single major league broadcast over the last day or two went out of their way to call it out for what it was, which was a bunch of crap. It's it just it's a terrible look from an
0: organization that already has a bad reputation, and it got worse. The guys on SNY last night were amazing. <laughs> Keith Hernandez, yeah. they were great. Michael Kay, was they went great. off on it. Yeah, it, it, look, I didn't realize the Oreos had John Miller. Yes, I didn't know that wow. until the Sny guys. Yes, said. I never knew that part of the story. Yes, I just always thought growing up he was with the Giants. The Giants, Sunday night No, baseball. he
1: was there. but even the Angels guys last night, that Wayne Rendazzo and Gooby yeah. went in on it. It's just it was it was baloney.
3: Kevin Brown, Kevin Brown, the pitcher,
1: different Kevin, different Brown. Kevin yeah. Brown. Yeah.
3: Okay, so I gotta go, Cap, because okay. Ben here, especially with this team when they weren't so good. You, they, we weren't told what to say, but you kind of knew what to stay away from. And when the record got bad, it's like, do you really need to keep saying how bad we are over and over and over again? Like, all we're doing is chronicling failure at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, if he was told not to or asked not to and he did it anyway, then...
1: But aren't you just treating your audience and your listeners and your fans with an incredible amount of contempt if you can't trust them to hear the truth?
3: Yes, So he did what he was supposed to do, but if he was asked or kind of hinted not to do it. If he would have
1: said something like, look, the Orioles were a terrible team for 20 years, and they couldn't do anything right, and it was an embarrassment, and I can't believe that they lasted that long. He said they've lost five of their last 25
3: games.
4: 100. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy to me.
4: Jorge? Uh, I don't want to get canceled tomorrow, so let's go to the next question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Steph Curry um, was brought on stage to sing a song with Paramore. Paramore is a punk rock oh, yeah. group, um, and they have this song called Misery Business. And at every stop on the tour, if there's someone that wants to come out, they'll come out and bring them on stage, and then they'll sing this one part of the song with them and then get going. So Steph Curry goes, sings this part of the song, and he actually kind of kills it. You know, he was on a rap song last week. He was in this song with um, Paramore just now. So, But put yourself in the shoes. You go to a concert. There is a song. That you would love to be brought on stage for to sing with an artist, Demarco. Oh, I'm that's proud.
3: fact. There's a bunch of them. I'm trying to think of the pairs. Air Force, Force Once? Stop.
0: <laughs> <Get>
3: <laughs> I
2: would go nuts for that
4: though. Two <laughs> I need two per. You got to say per. Yeah,
2: per. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But um, right. the fact. misery yeah. business is like, I watched. Her, his wildest dreams come true. Not one of them involving you. That yeah, song? I know. Okay. I anyway. know the
3: group, but yeah, absolute fact. There's a bunch of them, and the guy's dead. Uh, Prince. Mm. I, if, if I was at a Prince concert, Did you get high like Prince. The high hit those high notes? Oh, I thought you said what I I I clarified. (laughs) That's right. I clarified. You would like to be get on get on stage and and sing it. I clarified.
1: We're on the ring. I I I, I, look, hey. I quickly realized when I said double back. Can you hit the high notes? I can. But
3: I like if he brought me up for let's go crazy, I would do it. Absolutely. Yeah, fact. No doubt. Trev?
1: Um you know that the ball game? my great fear, right, is singing in public. I can't sing a lick. I can't yeah. carry a tune. I can't do it at all. I wish I could. Can't do it. But if there were an opportunity, and they still do it, but go to a Cubs game and do take me out to the ball game with Harry Carey and hang out of the booth and do all oh, yeah, that, nice. I would be all over that. Who got but, thrown out? McMichael. Yeah. So he – Yeah. Vin Scully did it one year when the Dodgers were playing in Chicago. And Vin, Vin Scully, you know, Harry Carey's oh, – oh, 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 oh. He's just you – know, and, Pretty and, good. And – Scully goes out there and could sing beautifully. Oh. It was just of course, this, he can. It was just this beautiful rendition of them. Like this eh, son of a gun. There's nothing he <laughs> There's can't nothing do at all. He just do. goes out there and knocks it out of the park. Wow, wow.
2: Jorge,
4: oh, anytime this song <laughs> plays, I feel like going on stage <laughs> Wait, and just singing. It. These guys were at Coachella two years ago, so that would, I, oh, I would, I awesome. wouldn't mind going on stage with these guys.
2: That'd be awesome, Chris. Do you have one?
0: Uh, no. Eric Church. I so, uh, do you love Eric. So Eric Church, Springsteen. Or yes. Jack Daniels. That's, mm. uh, like I told you, I was staring at a Jack Daniels bottle the other night. I've avoided this being a Jack Daniels summer. It's been a tequila summer. Well, you and I have not nice. spent a lot
1: of time together. When you and I get together, the Jack Daniels That's usually true. We
0: happens. Yeah. So maybe when we're together, if we're In not together before, yeah, we will. I got a ESB new grill, Chris. Classic. Yeah, I, I got to come a see new it. grill. It's very excited. Or I'll come see it. Yeah. You know, we, we've got the house. Demarco, <laughs> would you like to come see the new grill? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll put some veggies on there for you. What are we pouring? Uh, Whatever. Well, Jack
0: Daniels. There we go. Okay. Absolutely. By the way, tomorrow, yeah. we'll do a little live imaging all day, and we mainly because we're going to announce. Tickets, or not sales, but group sales for the ESPNA Golf Club. Excellent. Because we're getting a lot of those questions Friday, September 8th at Black Old Golf Club. Be listening tomorrow. Exciting.
3: I want to play. I do. I want to play golf now. Do you want to play? I want to play. Okay. I, but not with Travis. He's too good. <laughs> yeah.
0: You'll have, I guarantee you'll have a good time if you play with me.
3: Okay, I want to play with Travis. <laughs>
0: <That's true. laughs> Some yeah. He's always got like a he's always got a bottle in his back.
3: Right? I want to play with Travis.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I come prepared, shall we say.
2: Alright, so today is National Whataburger Day, and I need uh, oh. to in Texas for a period of time, and I uh, have only been to Texas once and I went to Whataburger once, was underwhelmed, and I felt like it's pretty overrated. Good job,
0: M. So you there are a proud is American for that. an
2: overrated LA area restaurant. Oh. Uh, Jorge, factor Cap. What, what was the restaurant? There is an overrated L.A. area restaurant, like a regional one that people are like, oh, I have to try X.
4: Oh, People you know. are going to kill me for this, but uh, the hat, it just, ah uh, the hat is not, it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is, but it's just, the hat doesn't do it for me.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, it used to be amazing. It's gone down. Jorge's right. Duraco?
3: I mean, look, it's a cheeseburger, but I mean... Mm. I will fight tooth and nail for an In-N-Out burger, but it's still just a cheeseburger. I get it. I'm not going to fight over it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to argue about it. But But that's what a hamburger is all about.
1: Okay. You, know, you and I have had a nice relationship for the last seven or eight years, yeah. and now I feel like we're drifting apart. <laughs> no, no,
3: we need you need <laughs> to come up. <laughs> yeah, I, you're I not got coming over this weekend. Joints. I got some good burger joints, but I, yeah, okay, I get it. You okay. know, I'm not gonna be mad at you if you don't like it. So y'all yeah, go there. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> all
1: right, yeah. Trev. Um, the the LA stuff, not so much. But I'm couldn't be happier that you said we said about. First of all, everybody's incredibly territorial about their regional fast foods. Yes. Right? They, my thing is the, my thing's better than your thing. That's what of everybody. Whataburger sucks. There's just there's just no two ways about it. It's it's not good. There's it's never hot. It's, it's never It's just big. It's just a lot <laughs> of it. Yeah. which is fine, but that I remember when I moved to Texas briefly and I was like, "Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it." I couldn't like,
2: this is what you're all crazy about. Yeah, honey, butter, chicken biscuits. Nothing. You know what about does it. live up to the hype though? Bucky's. Bucky's, Bucky's is, is great. Does mm. live up to the hype? Bucky's is great. It's yeah. Huge. It's awesome. It's a truck stop. Exactly. But you can get anything you get there. Isles of beef jerky. Yeah, exactly. You can't beat that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> all right.
2: So I got one last one for you guys. So uh, went up to Disney on Friday. I got stuck on a ride. I got stuck on what? a r- ride, Web Slingers. Oh. So it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a roller coaster, which is good. Um, but you know, we had actually already finished the ride, and we were about to dock and then it all shut down. Mm. So uh, getting stuck on a ride is always jarring. Travis, try to cap.
1: Um, Cap, I oddly don't mind it because you can kind of see some of the Details and all this stuff, because what Disneyland particularly does incredibly well, there's just so many little things that you don't notice when you go through at regular oh, yeah. speed. But when you get to sit there for five or ten minutes, you get to see all the things. And I always like the kind of the backstage stuff. Yeah. So what's really – this happened to me when I was at Disneyland two or three trips ago. Uh, one of those new Star Wars rides, uh, Rise of the Resistance, which oh, yeah. is really, really cool. But. It broke while we were on it. They had to turn on all the lights inside so you get to see kind of behind the curtain. It was kinda of neat. It, it's done it's not quite the same thing as just going through it and I don't want to spend an hour in there. Yeah. But they literally turned on all the lights, came by, opened up the carts, and walked everybody out.
3: I feel there like if it was crowd.
2: it's a small world or pirates of the Caribbean, it'd be a little creepy though, because those the things music. have been on music and those things have been there forever and so they're probably like a little creepy <laughs> a little looking. Haunted. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Mark, yeah. What about you?
3: I gotta go fact, man. It's kinda creepy. It depends on where you get stuck. Like you get mm-hmm. stuck at the top of a what do you call those wheels? The loops. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's freaky, no. man. I mean, your life is in somebody else's hands. We did, and this is the most embarrassing thing. We got kicked off of uh, uh, Space Mountain because we didn't fit. We, oh, we, no. we couldn't close the thing un- in time. Oh, come oh, no. on. We, we <laughs> couldn't lock. We couldn't <laughs> lock. The, on, man. the guy I was with was six foot six. Uh, his knees were too long, so we couldn't lock the security thing. They unhooked us and just shoved us off to the side. <laughs> oh, my God. Just shoved us right off. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. Yeah. I could just use the Yeah, We're good. We're that's, fine. That's don't, it. don't worry yeah. about us. We, just, we, uh, we don't fit into the rocket in Space <laughs> we got, Mountain. We got two thumbs up and one thumbs down. <laughs> unhooked. Get out of here.
2: Well, Jorge, what do you think?
4: No, same, same, same ride as the Marco. Uh, Space Mountain is one of those. They turn the lights on. And you see all those rails and how close you're oh, actually to those. Oh, that thing freaks me out, yeah. Oh
2: yeah. That is crazy. Heart of Stone guys just took a seat over there. Uh you know.
1: Are they still are they in order? Or are they still, still playing jumping? Who knows?
2: Yeah, and again it's they're a little dyslexic. They're figuring out how to uh, order it all together. But was yeah, that's all I you Brian there uh, with them? <laughs> 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 Yeah, Brian, oh man, catching Brian, strays, Brian. Brian struggled
1: with our little impromptu spelling bee that day. Okay, Brian. Brian's a good guy. You're just not the, you don't you don't want him on your spelling team. Oh, okay. if you're putting one together,
0: don't pick Brian.
3: Okay, just having about right Brian's Cohen, Cohen, of course. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, part <laughs> of Brian.
0: now part of the uh, Mason and Ireland program. Now that Jorge is here. It's still something that's a little tender. Not for it's me. Not for the you – know. Not for me. It's not. <laughs> uh, Welcome, Jorge. It's hey, nice. It's a, it's, it's a
1: pleasure <laughs> to have you here. <laughs> welcome. Welcome back. All right. Go back to Coach McVay here in a second. Talk about what this year is different than every other year he's had coming into the season. That's coming up next. It's DeMarco in for Slee. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: Ten minutes in front of noon. The Waba Grill lunch hour is coming up, Jack. We are live from Rams training camp. Travis at Sleewa. The Rams Super Bowl champion, DeMarco Farr, sitting in for sleep. By the way, speaking of Waba Grill and the Waba Grill lunch hour, you know what you can do tonight for dinner? What's that? Let me tell you what you can do, sucker. What's for dinner? How about Waba Grill's new Boom Boom Tacos? Boom, boom, bam! <laughs> tonight only, get a free Boom Boom Taco with any entree purchase from 4 to 8 p.m. with promo code TACO48. That's TACO48. Valid in store or online only at Waba Grill. I'm going to be using that code. Because I want more Boom Boom Tacos. They're delicious. They're pretty good. And I had never been to a Waba Grill before we started doing this promotion and campaign with our friends at Waba Grill. They're good.
1: There's one right around the corner from my house. It's a regular spot. The steak ones especially. Mm. Steak's Mm. my number two. Chicken number one for me.
0: Chicken is number one for you.
1: Yep. Yep. All good, though. All good. Look, if you wanted to give me the steak ones, I'm not going to look at you (laughs) funny. I'm going to eat (laughs) them.
3: Got to get a veggie option for uh, DeMarco. Of
2: course, yeah. Told me come on, uh,
3: plant based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's it's showing too. See, here's the. I think I hit my allotment on meat, so I'm not missing it. Like for your <laughs> life, whatever <laughs> like allotment me, you had. for
0: me. I can take more meat, DeMarco. I could always take whatever
3: more meat. lifetime allotment you have for cheeseburgers. I hit that. But I'm no good. more
2: K barbecue. You can't Steak. do that. Steak. I, yeah. I
3: I I overdid it for years, so I'm good. I can come back the other way for a while. You really don't miss it? Not at all. I have no cravings. It's crazy. I never thought I'd be able to say that. Did you that. just cut out beef or did you do chicken and meat. fish and every just meat altogether? Meat together. completely. Yeah. I didn't set out to be whatever. Like what everybody vegan? wants to you, see yeah. I don't want to put a label on. I just okay. don't eat meat and I would stay away from dairy. Okay? Whatever that makes me that makes me. But yeah. so Are you very working.
2: strict about it? Yeah. Okay. Uh
3: I've gone to two different barbecues. Like solid barbecues where they had a lot of good meat and I stayed away from it. And I had what no grill. What did cravings. you eat?
2: Did you have like coleslaw?
3: I brought or... the Beyond Meat, the impossible stuff, throw it okay. on the grill for me. Yeah. How yes. did, I did that miss go the fest- over? It was good. It was cool.
2: I mean, that's look, not bad. No, no, was, no I'm, I'm more yeah. asking if like people being like, oh, they're making all the rest of the food. Like, hey, here I brought my Beyond Meat. Can you put it on the grill for me? But the
3: biggest dude in the room both times. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that makes like
1: it a little yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah. That makes it a little easier. But that's one of the It'd be one thing if they're doing like burgers, right? Yeah. And you come in and say, now here I want you to cook these burgers. But if it's a different thing
3: because you're trying to maintain the diet, I think everybody can get with that. And the Beyond Meat ones, they're...
2: And yeah, I've heard people, like,
3: yeah. I, I I, had them cook them all up. I said, try this. Yeah. I guarantee
2: you'll like it. And they did. They're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm did like, you get, try like, uh, Beyond Cheese or anything, too? To I, I the do. I get the, yeah. the
3: vegan cheese. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then. What's yeah. wrong with you? Can't do that one. Dude, uh, ve- the
1: vegan on. cheese is not happening. Vegan try to be butter Marko. isn't
3: bad. Trying to be healthy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I wanted you
0: to carry me in that picture. Now I don't know. I need a man. <laughs> I can hold you up. Yeah, come on. I need a man that takes
1: the meat. The vegan cheese is a non-starter. Like, just, I'll go, I can eat the burger like the the meatless okay. burger, but the vegan cheese is.
3: I'm Can we put that. that to the test? I'll bring you a meal, okay, and I'll have you pick between.
0: No, Keyshawn did this with us. Have before? you guys I guarantee you no, won't but be able. You, you remember able when to tell. he
1: brought in the pulled pork made out of carrots? Okay, like, really. So it's shredded carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And he put and he cooked it in the slow cooker and the sauces, and he gave it to me, told me it was pulled pork, and I ate it. And I would have never known it wasn't wow. until afterwards.
3: Okay, there you go. See, yeah. Have
2: yeah. you guys ever? Either of you watched Parks and Recreation? Yes, the, the sitcom. Okay, so there's a there's a scene in which they have a cook off between uh, Chris Traeger, who is a vegan, and he makes uh, his veggie burger or vegan burger. And then there's Ron Swanson who makes just a plain cheeseburger. And everyone's like, Yeah, te- plain cheeseburger is still better. Wow. <laughs> like, Cow- still gonna Rex, go Turkey every time. Yes. <laughs> It's it's just you know it's it is what it is.
1: All right, Demarco. So they're doing some more goal line stuff right here. Not the the number one's not in at the moment. But is there something for Sean McVay who has had? really nothing but hey let's go win playoff games let's go to the Super Bowl and let's see what happens as his goal and I'm not saying that still isn't the goal obviously that's the ultimate goal but this is a team that is not as talented or at least as top-line talented as some of the others you still got Stafford you still got Cup you still got Donald you still got Havenstein you got you got you got some guys that we know but a lot of new faces is there something energizing as a coach, as a coaching staff, to have a new group of guys and just see exactly what it is you have when you start playing
3: games. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, 2018, I was geeked uh, for that team, but it was different because it was loaded. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, same thing. I mean, I was geeked for that team, but it was loaded, so there was an expectation to win. This is different, man. You're starting from ground zero, and he's talked about this. Sean McVay has leading the team from scratch, starting over. Uh, there's something buying you know, a pancake mix from the store and making a great pancake that way versus taking all the eggs and the flour and putting it all together in one bowl, mixing it up, and then cooking it just right to make it so good. So that should you know interest you as a coach, especially a young one. So you've got young guys. Uh, and look, he's in that rarefied air. He's a championship-winning coach. He's been to 2-1-1. One, one. So he's a made man in this league. Now, if you want to go to a whole new level, really, and level up, take this team to the playoffs. Yeah. Take a team full of young guys, make them better, make them into winners. You'll be certified forever in this that, league. That's what's so crazy about – look, this is his
1: seventh year as head coach in the league. He's still the youngest coach in the league, mm-hmm. the, head, the youngest head coach. He's already won a Super Bowl and been to another, like you mentioned. There's really only one thing left for him to do as far as, like, checking the resume of being on the list of those guys that are special, different. That He's been to multiple. He's won one. It's do it with a different group of guys. Yeah. That's it, right? When yeah. When you look at Bill Walsh or you look at Bill Belichick, you look at uh, these guys, Andy Reid, these yeah. guys that have gone through and been there a bunch of – with different. you go with Donovan McNabb, you go with Patrick Mahomes, you go with just different guys and different – Belichick had Brady the whole time, but everything else changed across the entire thing. Do it with a new group of guys, and you are in the thinnest slice of coaches in this league.
3: You are in the elite group. They start making video games with your yeah. name on it. so. I mean, that's could be where he's headed. Uh, that whole thing, you saw that quarterback show that Peyton Manning produced. Yeah, yeah. The thing that scared me the most was Mahomes is 27. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be doing this forever. Same with McVay. He's young. He could be doing this for a while. So whatever record that you think you have, he's the guy that can actually track you down. And there is one more thing that he can accomplish. So this would be one thing. Let's say you get the 2023 Rams into the playoffs and you make a run. You go to a Super Bowl. That would be amazing, right? Chomnick would go to a whole new level. Yep. The next step would be do it with a rookie quarterback. (laughs) Seriously, draft your own guy, not trade for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is great. And I had this debate with with JB. Stafford is so good, he's starting his Hall of Fame run, so to speak. He's got the ring. He's got the numbers. So the next time they have a touchdown pass, is it going to be a great throw or a great call? That's where you're at. So, the next step would be start with a young guy, a young quarterback, and raise that guy into a champion. Did he not do that with Jared Goff? You know, put a pin in this. I want to come back and I want to talk
1: about this because he did. Like, they they didn't punch the ticket, but they got damn close with a guy who a lot of people thought couldn't play dead. Right. Right. And, And he turned him into a Super Bowl quarterback. Plus, you mentioned Mahomes. I. We all just going to kind of sit here and say, there he is again, and there he is again, and there he is again. It's all coming up. It's Travis Slee. DeMarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN.